What's going on, guys? Welcome to the very first video version of Looking Ahead to Better Days. For those of you guys who are listening, uh, we have a video because we did it through Zoom this time. We are becoming more and more tech- technologically savvy here. Um, I am Chris. And I'm Ryan. <laughs> and we're here today with the Radical Hope Project, uh, Kelly Willett and Jess. I just blanked on your last name uh, other than Jess Dross. That is just Dr. S. Oh, yeah. But there's an M in there somewhere, too. That's just like a middle name. Yeah, Twitter fucks everything up. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like I I like to keep it. I I was very sad to leave it, but when I got married, so I just put it in the middle and stuff. Gotcha. All I could remember was really long M word. And you know what? I'm leaving all of this in in here, by the way, because like what you guys don't see at home a lot of the times is like we're all friends. Like we've known each other forever. Um, like I'm I'm a part of the Radical Hope Project too. Like this is something that the three of us are doing together. And mm-hmm. so we I wanted to have them on the show. We're going to talk about that a little bit before we get into you know the clusterfuck that's going on right now. Um, so guys, what is the Radical Hope Project? Me start. Okay. Um, nope. nope. Right. Uh, oh, you, you got it. So the Radical Hope Project um, is going to be, um, we're still forming a nonprofit for criminal justice reform. Um, and like you said, it was formed by me, you, um, and Jess, and also my sister-in-law are going to be working on it. Um, we're hoping to do something called participatory defense. I'm not sure if we're going to be doing that yet or not. Um, but using education um, and grassroots efforts to sort of help raise awareness and help assist those that are, that are entangled in the criminal justice system. Um, what we're doing right now, though, is just trying to raise awareness of the public health crisis that's currently happening in our prisons with the coronavirus coming up. Yep, absolutely. And that's like, that's, that's uh, I think like six people died in prisons today. Just today? Yeah. yeah. I just got word that one in Illinois um, died and about 12 had to be hospitalized. And it's just, uh, and I, I told, I texted you guys about this um, because there's a big debate. You people want, and, and this, there's, I, I saw a tweet about a, te- uh, a sheriff in Texas talking about, you know, who to let out, how do they handle different things? Like, and it reminds me of that scene in the dark night where they have the two boats and who do you choose? <laughs> right right mm-hmm. the prisoners yeah. or the or the civilians and you know you eventually get to the scene where the the one prisoner takes the um takes the 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 detonator and you know throws it out the window and like neither mm-hmm. ship blows up the other one before they can um do anything and you know i just i don't know why i thought of that but like that was that, <laughs> that hit me in a certain way i'm a batman fan we all know that i like comic books <laughs> I kind of feel like though it makes me think too of like what are some of the other imagery that we're seeing right now is like these navy hospital ships Mm -hmm. right that are Mm -hmm. coming like you know outside of the Statue of Liberty and everything like that and how Mm -hmm. it's in a way even that same decision is being made because supposedly the government is saying that those like that navy hospital ship in New York is only for quote-unquote regular patients like non-covid patients that they're not going to like 
the government is saying, no, these are not for COVID overflow. This is just mm -hmm. for the general public. But it's like, who makes that distinction? And how can you mm -hmm. really know? And I feel like that's even the same way. Like, who's a prisoner and a violent, you know, somebody versus the general public? Like, so it's like these false equivalencies of these false choices that right. we're just arbitrarily making. To decide whether or not somebody is moral because they've been to jail is, is a false choice. Yeah. That's, it, the two aren't necessarily related to each other. Right. Just like Absolutely. you can't say somebody's moral just because they haven't been in prison. Yeah. That Absolutely. doesn't work that way. So. Right. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. And in, in, in a lot of cases, a lot of these people are just guys who can't, you know, make bail. Like yeah. they, they got busted with, you know, an eighth of weed and now they're sitting in jail. And so they're being exposed to this unnecessarily when they could just have them sit at home. Yeah. Right. There's oh, about yeah. 450,000 people right now um, who actually haven't been convicted who are sitting in jail right now because they can't make bail or other pretrial reasons. Wow. Yeah. I, I mean, the, 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 this virus doesn't know walls or prisons. It doesn't like it, it, it is everywhere. It, it, you can scrub and scrub and scrub, but I mean, it, it's, it's still going to be there and we're going to have to, we have to do something about it. And that's, that's kind of where we're at, but we can't leave people behind while we're doing it and that while, while we do it. Right. You know, right. we can't lose our own humanity just because we people, we, we feel that that somebody else kind of has no matter what their, what the crime is. There we go. Just because you've been to jail, you get that uh, the distinction of, you know, you're a criminal, you've been to jail. Right. And, and it could be over something stupid. It's actually not in our best interest to not take care of them because if you see them as lesser deserving, um, because think about when a cruise ship docks, like people go in and out of prisons, hundreds of people all day long. Mm -hmm. um, if you think about, mm -hmm. would you want a cruise ship with COVID-19 docking on your doorstep? Because those are the communities that house these prisons who have the corrections officers that the prisons employ hundreds of people. They're going in and out. Those communities um, are pretty vulnerable right now as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, it just, the whole system needs a, a, a reforming. And like, that's, that's why, why we started doing right. what we started doing. We all, I think me and you definitely read uh, Just Mercy and that kind of like changed our, our perspective on things. I talked about it on, on here a couple of times, you know, just what we, we learned from the Beto campaign, we kind of brought here and have worked together mm -hmm. on that. It's very interesting how many like offshoots of things from the Beto campaign that, that, that popped up. Like we all needed an outlet and <laughs> depending on like what you wanted to do, um, Right. I think me and Ryan stayed sane through this. And then I had you guys. So we were working on the, on the Radical Hope project and what we wanted to do. And just so it's been so interesting. Well, I even just keep going back. Like, I actually keep going back to the, like, the last time I was talking with you guys like this uh, mm -hmm. for the podcast was in the house in Iowa. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. like, so it's like kind of like what has happened since November 1st, even just to kind of look at like, whoa, what a different world we're in and kind of like, Beto brought us together, but it's like, it's almost like it was never meant for us to like stay together on that task because mm -hmm. it's like it brought out this, this huge force of people that like, you know, we've off, sh off shooted, off shot. I don't know. Right. Like, These little seeds that he just kind of planted so all over the place. Places. Yeah. Like even yeah. look at like what Jacqueline's doing right now with the PPE stuff, like with mm -hmm. these like, huge warehouses and factories in LA that she got, um, uh, you know, special permission from the mayor of LA who she met through our volunteerism with the Joe Biden campaign, like to get, 
you know, them to have, you know, get the permission to open up these warehouses and give people something to work and do. Like, it's just, wow. It's incredible. Yeah. Stuff we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. And just, I, I don't know how many of us did shit like this before. Like, literally, I sat on the couch. I bitched on Twitter a lot. Like, you've heard me say that. And then, like, me, <laughs> me, Kelly and I held a, a fundraiser for a, a, a city council uh, race in Houston. And we raised, like, $3,000. Like, we, we've all done things. And, like, we're all doing things. And everybody still has their – we all have our hands in the pot. And that's what's so great about something like the uh, – the radical hope project and you know right now mm-hmm. as we were in the, the infancy with it it's it's nice that we had so many people like most of our volunteers are better supporters too like the people who are volunteering in the uh on twitter yeah it's pretty much um i think there's maybe three or four who who didn't come from the better camp but yeah it's it's exciting to have them in there and have people who are excited to say oh yeah let's jump in let's jump in and and help right. uh spread the word mm-hmm. And, and like, yeah. we all, we've all known each other forever too. Like, mm-hmm. so like people that, that we've known for a while, like this has been going on for a year. Beto announced a year ago. Yep. Crazy. Yeah. Like about yeah that it's shit. crazy how it just kind of builds that momentum. And just like you said, it just carries forth into all these little things. So, yeah. you know, it's great to see these little, sp- these seeds uh, sprouting and bearing fruit all over the country. I mean, you know, just hearing, hearing about all these great things that people are doing, uh, you know, it really, it, it definitely makes it feel like it was all worth something for sure. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Absolutely. None of us wasted our time and we're, no. you know, his, his campaign, if nothing else is, is, has done some just absolutely great things. And, you know, as we, as we move on, cause like if you guys are pretty much anybody in America at this point, unless you live in fucking Florida, you're in your house. Yes. <laughs> We're all on quarantine. And um, before, before we get into life in quarantine, cause we wanted to talk about that cause it's fucking weird. Um, I wanted to go ahead and make the, I guess, you know, the, the standard PSA, stay the fuck at home. Like seriously, yes. stay the fuck at home. Um, I have a, fr- a friend of mine, and I'm not I'm not getting in, into any kind of details. Who is has a a COVID a COVID patient in his family, and I am. It is just so upsetting to me, like just knowing that somebody close to me is going through that, even though I'm not going through mm-hmm. it myself. And like, because I worried about. I, oh, he's he's one of my closest friends. I worry about him, and you know, stay the fuck at home. Seriously. Yes. Just stay, if you want to go out, like at this point, like nobody should be going out um, anywhere. Fucking Mississippi and Florida. Let's, we're going to get to the States here <laughs> later. I, Florida, I, I, Oklahoma, uh, pretty much all the red States. I think pretty much we can agree. have just been handling this pretty, pretty awfully. Yeah, well, I think we, we all pretty much know, know how everybody feels about Florida. You know, this this is this is where we're at with Florida. Florida is its own entity in 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 much the way that I guess like they made a documentary about it, but they shot it in fucking Oklahoma. Because <laughs> you know the Tiger King is nothing but like you no, know, you're it's the Florida Man documentary. It well, is, but, the, but he's from Oklahoma. Day. That guy's from Oklahoma. He's oh, I not know. From Florida. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> Why do you think Texas makes fun of Oklahoma so much? <laughs> yeah, well, we've got West Virginia. <laughs> but I saw that. I saw that. Um, I don't even get me started on rural South Jersey. Sorry, but anyway. But oh, down um, near Rowan, I. Cowtown. Anyway, I'm gonna be quiet. I'm gonna be quiet. I'm gonna be quiet. <laughs> but um, 
the it's just so even just I'm gonna just say on the Tiger King of like watching that I'm just like oh I have this like deeper understanding of 2016 like of yeah. just kind of like wow okay like I get this right and just like <laughs> that whole like even just cult and fanatical mentality and just like your sense of belief and all just wow yeah yeah that, that's all you can say I about felt that better show. about myself <laughs> Dude, and i'm not even done with it we've only watched three episodes oh oh oh, oh it gets oh, i know oh, i know wait, it gets wait, better because oh, i've caught keep going. Going. next podcast. keep going here's my thing here's my big <laughs> takeaway right a lot of the guys who work are like uh joe joe exotic's husbands right the one guy has like four teeth and apparently he got them fixed so good for him but he's got all of this money like why is there no dental hygiene going on? Like, what do you got? Like, how does that happen? Meth. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. I mean, doing that kind of dental reconstructive work would be like forty, fifty thousand dollars. I yeah. I think that's probably it's, going to the meth. <laughs> it's meth mouth is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I just okay. All right. Uh, don't worry. Just just keep watching. It starts yeah, making sense. Watching. And trust me, when you start getting to points along the way where it's like, you know, things just stop phasing you at some point. You know, at some point you're like, oh, the, like at some point you're like, oh my god, that's insane. And then you realize that like Scarface is the most rational person on this show. Yeah, <laughs> you no, know. Kind of say too, like as you know, from the mindset of a researcher and like a trauma researcher and a child, mm -hmm. like, just like wow, yeah, this is, like, like, trauma is really, like, a motivating factor in how so many of these people behave. Like, you're just like, mm -hmm. okay, like, I'm just like, nothing surprises me anymore, because I'm like, okay, yeah, I get, I get why you did that. Like, I don't agree with it, but I get why you did All it. All right, it's, it's, it's so, like, right, the, the, so, uh, so, so we don't spend the entire time talking yeah, about right. this insane Tiger, Tiger King. King. Uh, how about we go around, okay, so give me another TV show, then, that you like to watch. Or what's your favorite TV show then? If you, if you would binge in this time, like, right now it's Westworld and Picard. Oh, all about that. Picard. Oh, Dolly, Picard. Dolly, Dolly's a big yet. fan of, uh, of, yeah. of the Star Treks. I've heard her yeah. talk about that. I'm a big another fan listener. of the Shout Expanse out to and Breaking Bad. Are my two. Wait, what was the first one? The Expanse and Breaking oh. Bad. Oh, nice. Both very good. Uh, I, I watch the history of horror. I've been, I shutter has a free download. So I've been watching like mm -hmm. old shitty horror movies. Like it's one of my things. I like really bad movies, <laughs> but I really, really enjoy bad horror films. And some of them on there are actually pretty good. Mm -hmm. Like there's a bunch of classics. I was surprised by all of the stuff that was on there. And that's, that is pretty much what I've done with my time when I've not been watching cartoons. <laughs> a lot of cartoons. I, I have a one-year-old. And also I was back for just a second back to the tiger king i was unaware that they did any kind of drugs because at that point in time like he he was like the anti-drug guy what, what oh, just happened? keep going just keep going just keep going i'm sorry i might have ruined it for you just keep going just keep going i just uh, i just i didn't, just it didn't even watching. click in my brain cause i just, just thought keep he, watching like i thought he might have gotten him knocked out knocked out like gen mm -hmm. genuinely he worked in a tiger cage <laughs> somebody lost an arm and went back to fucking work we circle back to tiger king <laughs> i know we just it's it's in, it's in the ether it's, too, it's yeah so you as you all know you can tell how life in quarantine is going yes that is for the states that are actually fucking doing something that is outside of like florida and um 
and and in Mississippi, who like is trying to the governor of Mississippi tried to block all the mayor's state shutter in place mm-hmm. order um, or shutter, shelter in place, which is kind of a misnomer. I, I heard Cuomo talk about it; and it made a lot of sense to me. So shelter in place basically um, is like from World War II or whatever, because you know people get fucking bombed. So that was a carryover into um, like school shootings and shit. Like when you when they call over the loudspeaker speaker, lockdown, 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 you shelter in place, meaning you stay in one place and you don't move. This isn't necessarily a shelter in place. It's a stay in your goddamn house. One, you can go outside like on your property, but for damn sure don't go to like, um, you know, a restaurant inside, which is any place around here is closed, but it doesn't look like it's like that in other places like Florida and Mississippi. Like they're encouraging, like they just arrested a, a, a pastor in Florida for having a like a church service like what the hell yeah well, they're, they're arresting people here in jersey like i mean if you guys have seen the stuff like lakewood lakewood is i don't even want to get into it all but it's like there have been like they had weddings last week mm-hmm. and they um then there was a whole thing of like cops coming and uh, governor murphy in jersey has been saying also like like listen you thought we were kidding no like they're breaking up stuff in the street, arresting people for being outside and gathering. Like, not to a crazy point, but it's like, especially this one specific town of Lakewood has just not, um, mm-hmm. yeah, refusing the orders. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There's like, it's like that everywhere. And, and, and the states are genuinely doing something about it. New York, New Jersey, Virginia. Um, but there are states that are, are lacking behind. Like, uh, Cuomo, Cuomo has pretty much made himself like the de facto president. Like, he came out of nowhere. <laughs> But it, dude, dude's gonna yeah. run for president at some point in time. But maybe, maybe. Eh, I feel like that's he's making a damn good case for it. it. Well, but I mean, he would have this year if he wanted to. Like, it's true. I feel like this would have been the time. But he was actually one of the first people to like back. Has up. there ever been a mayor of New York that you has been a good politician? Think about. Giuliani. Oh. All right. Well, you can't compare anybody to. Giuliani. <laughs> I mean, come on. Think. Start. Start thinking about it. Think about it for just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, he's doing a good job right now. Just give him credit for credits due, and leave it at that. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, like, he's, but he's, he's doing. I didn't say he's doing a good job. I mean, he is doing a great job. But I'm just saying he's trying to make the case. Like he's acting in a certain way that you would want a president to act. Yes. Or I'm not saying he'd be a good person. Not. I'm That's saying he's pays to run. Anyone in charge should act. I mean, exactly. like I can argue that during Hurricane Sandy, Chris Christie did a great job. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. like in managing the situation. So it's like we come, we we were, I guess, spoiled, right, to understand that our leaders, our government, our lawmaker, like our governors, right, would there. This is what you're supposed to do when there's a crisis. You're supposed mm-hmm. to act in a way that's you know a leader and we just it's it's just so pronounced when you compare it to what we have in the white house oh absolutely. god absolutely oh, god. yeah especially the making making you know trying to even political scores and making enemies and up there just squandering opportunities to be you know bring people together and okay can i can i i'm gonna go on a little side tangent rant and again also give a special fuck you to to governor abbott too um during this entire process texas they decided they tried to play cute and decided to call all abortion services elective surgeries and therefore ban abortions in texas during the time while we're on lockdown now this is 
stupid in multiple ways. First off, abortions 90% of the time are a pill. You don't have a surgery. And even if it is a surgery, it's an outpatient surgery, not something that you're going into a hospital and having like a surgical suite of people, right? You know, these aren't like high risk procedures. So a big fuck you to Greg Abbott for that. Fortunately, we had a, uh, there was a, I just saw it today, there was a court ruling that overturned that decision. So that didn't last very long, but the fact that they actually are out there trying to play games with this, which just kind of goes to show that, you know, we focus a lot on Trump, but it's not just yeah. him. It's up and down the line. There are um, assholes you know, it, it, it's rotten to the core. I'm sorry. It's rotten to the core. It's been that way for a while. You know, you need, it's time to, time to, you know, <laughs> they got to fix something here because this isn't working. <laughs> now do Dan Patrick. <laughs> this is what you get when you have a fucking radio jock for a. Mm. Never mind. <laughs> Pass. <laughs> Pass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got you. Fuck Dan Patrick. Uh, I don't fuck know. Dan any- Patrick, fuck Dan Patrick. Fuck Ken Paxton. Fuck the whole three. Fuck them all. The triumvirate. <laughs> All of them, every single one of them. Um, I'm gonna. I am gonna go back to something that that Jess said. I was in New Jersey, like I lived on the Jersey Shore for Sandy, and I also lived on the Virginia Shore for Isabel. So I know what good hurricane response looks like. Um, and it was shit in Virginia in 2003. I can tell you that much. FEMA dropped the fucking ball. You know, I, they're still picking up uh, pieces from that. I'm sure they're still picking up pieces in, in New Jersey, but. You know, Christy came out and looked presidential. I got, when I was in Bacosin, which I, the town that I grew up in was probably the hardest hit. And I remember standing on one of our like main roads or what you would call a main road, like just dirty because I had been, and, and I've got, um, you know, water on, like have, having been wet because I'd been pulling. I got pneumonia. I had pneumonia because I was in the water pulling carpet out of people's houses and then handing out ice. And like, they eventually had to tell me to stop because I was sick. And um, I remember standing on this road and I saw some limousine goes by and it was Tom Ridge. And it was, um, man, I think, I believe it was the, it might've been in the governor at the time. That was it. That was the only people I ever saw, like in a really heavily hit area. That was it. There were a lot of people who showed up and uh, showed up for Sandy. So leadership did a much better job up there than they did down here. It sucked and people had no idea what was coming. Right. I was the only person like I went in the day before Sandy to get everything I needed because nobody else did. And literally nobody else did. They weren't prepared. It it, it was scary. It it was very scary. I, I mean, I grew up having hurricanes every other year. So I, I knew it was coming. I, I knew what it could look like, but a lot of people didn't. And it, the, those were scary. And, and and the government really did a good job there. But fuck Trump and every single person <laughs> who gets up there and kisses his ass at those Trump pressers. That brings us to our last topic of the evening. The Chris, the kiss ass Trump effect. The only person who has been giving us meaningful feedback at any of these events. I, I'm calling them events. They're not pressers. They're, they're rallies. He's, he's using this to reach his masses. Fuck everybody else. Mm-hmm. They call, that's why he called it Chinese virus for so long, uh, because he wanted attention. The media is going to pay attention to me, 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 me. Right? I'm pretty sure if he could suck his own dick, he would, because he think it was the best <laughs> ever. I, 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 like, I'm seriously, seriously. Like that is the kind of narcissist we're we're dealing with. 
you know, he'd do it and tell you it was the best he ever had. I, I, I have no, no doubt about it. It, it. it is disgusting that we are in a time of need and he's pushing drugs that don't work. Could Maybe they do. Who knows? The doctors keep telling them they probably won't. Well, Twitter, removed, they? Uh, Twitter removed uh, Giuliani's tweets about that drug. Oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know. It's already killed like two people who've tried it, ex- tried it, didn't it? Or was it just the one person or was it two? I think it was just one guy, but... It, it was yeah. a couple. Uh, a, a elderly woman tried it in, 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 in his defense, but it also shows the, the, the level that disinformation can go. They drink um, something that goes into fish tanks yeah. and it says for human consumption. But nobody differentiated for that. A lot of the people think, you know, there was a time in America where people would say, what do you want to be when you grew up? And it would be the president of the United States. Who do you look up to? The president of the United States. Like that was a thing. Like it was an important position. It fucking meant something. And it doesn't mean a goddamn thing anymore because they've drug it through the mud. Like, I mean, seriously, like this Mm -hmm. is Washington, Lincoln, slave, slave holders, all of them, not Lincoln, Washington, Jefferson. Yep. Just you, you know what I'm saying. Like these, these are these are men who mean something in our fucking history, and some of them good, some of them bad. But you cannot have drugged the 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 title of president of the United States of America any further through the mud, and you see it every single day. It's like he's trying to bury it. He, he's yeah, like, totally is. Yeah. I'm swinging. Yeah, right. I mean, sometimes it does seem like it's overtly intentional to disrupt and to destroy the american presence but it's probably he's just an asshole it is and you know what fucking pisses (laughs) me off i'm sorry i this this is these have made me incredibly mad when he does something that seems presidential the the media is like it's nice to see donald trump no no fuck him and fuck you for for giving him a cookie when he did one thing right right you know you're not gonna you're not gonna you can re- reward a serial killer because he let somebody cross the street once like right you know it's right that, and that's, yeah. that's, that's extreme but like that's that's where i'm at well i think too it's just a matter of like i i mean i don't know i don't think he's that intelligent to be that calculated right like he's up mm-hmm. and no, part yeah. of this is like the part that makes me so angry is that like there are the people that are behind him, whether it be like, I mean, I don't know. I would not be surprised if Steve Bannon wasn't still like pulling the strings and oh, somewhere and Jared, sure. Jared Kushner and all of that kind of stuff. Right. So it's like, there is this really dark, sinister um, plan and, and like all of this behind the scenes and the part that actually has made, I think like the GOP and stuff like annoyed with Trump is that like, he's doing things that actually kind of have always been done right but it's just like mm-hmm. he's just kind of too like like he is a child like his he's flaunting it yeah well but, yeah. but if he doesn't realize that you're supposed to like not actually say the thing like you could like have that side conversation or know like oh yeah really but no, he, he just doesn't care he just comes out yeah he puts it out there yeah. and it's like he just doesn't understand but there is that like i mean i'm not sticking up for him i'm just saying that like there's then this yeah. darkness behind it and it's just all it's just so it's maddening like it's oh, just it's, it's super hateful have it's, you ever seen the movie problem child 
Yes. Yeah, that kid grew up and became president. That's what the fuck happened. <laughs> Seriously, that's the only explanation. Like, I, it's America's had enough. We've had enough. And, you know, that's... It, one day it's going to be over. One but day. I will just say, not to be, you know, whatever, but we also can't lose sight of the fact that there are people that genuinely believe him. Oh, I know. That's the dangerous part. Mm-hmm. And that's like, and there's, you know, like I just keep trying to like chip away at why. Like I need to understand, like I feel like we can't get past it really if like, I feel like I need to understand like what is it that they're holding on to? What is it that they're afraid of? Like, Mm -hmm. it's just being cultural a lot of it. It's just straight up cultural is where it came from. That's how they were raised. You know, your peers tend to be, you're the most influential on your life. So if you were raised in that type of environment, I mean, you're going to have a tendency. Now you occasionally get a few people who will break away. Um, usually every, you know, I, I was I, one of those, but <laughs> I, I, I'm, I am, I am one of those and trust me, yeah. like I, it, it, it rears its ugly heads from time to time and it, just, it upsets you get this me. Like, confirm- a, yeah. It's, you just get this confirmation bias that going is what I think it really is that you get in this bubble where, you know, it really is a little bit of a bubble. I mean, you know, that's why he can get away with having my pillow guy up there giving an infomercial in a press conference. You know, it's because, oh, I recognize that guy. He's a good businessman. Of course he would come up there. Isn't Trump a good businessman promoting other local businesses? You know, not realizing that this is some- my pillow guy. Exactly. Not realizing that this guy is probably some multimillionaire living on a yacht laughing at him. You know, it's like, this is not some, you know, selling you a $5 pillow for 200 bucks. You know, this is what this yeah, guy is. For, you know? like, these are the pillows they use in motels, like in the CD movies, like the, the crusty ones, like those are the yeah. types of pillows. It's, it's, it's just like, they don't wash them. It's gross. Like they're, they're yeah. bad pillows, right? They're awful. I just... That's where we're at. The fucking Mike Pillow guy. He's in our he's in our task yeah. force meetings yeah. now. And which that that this brings me to my final point. Turn that motherfucker off. Yeah. Don't, I don't listen watch to him. him. I don't, watch him. Mm-hmm. don't cut I don't it watch him. Twitter will I don't either. I've stopped. Mm-hmm. Twitter will give you updates. I never started. <laughs> there you go. That's the way to do it. Um and and uh, Daniel Dale, Daniel Dale is doing the Lord's work. He fact checks him and he he tweets about everything, every dumb fucking thing this idiot says, and it's pretty much real time. So at follow at D Dale eight, um, he will never hear this and will never know who I am. But I just plugged you, so remember me. <laughs> um, so yeah, no, turn Trump off and stay the fuck yes. home. Um, Radical Hope Project, thank you guys for uh, coming on and hanging out with us. Yeah, um, yeah. Look forward I, to hearing the updates later. Absolutely. We'll, I mean, we're going to get you guys back on for absolutely. sure. Absolutely. Um, and if you can, follow us at, um, at Radical Hope Project, P-R-O-J, on Twitter. Yep, absolutely. Follow, uh, follow uh, them on Twitter. Um, and you know, volunteer and help if you can help get some of this information out. Right now, we can only do so much because we're working from home, but we can spread information, and that's really, really uh-huh. important right now. Um, so, thank you, Kelly. Thank you, Jess. I'm sorry that I fucked up your name, which is 
I don't know why that is. <laughs> but it's not like we haven't. It's we've all. I just it's 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 a quarantine. So uh, all right, guys. So uh, <laughs> I'm losing my mind. So uh, all right, guys. Keep on getting out. Keep on volunteering, and keep on looking ahead to better days. Mm-hmm.